Doo Doo-Wop and today I have another Freestyle Friday episode for you guys where I am going to be answering some questions that my listeners have given me and I am so thankful for these questions because if it weren't for these questions I wouldn't be able to continue having these Freestyle Friday formatted episodes you know kind of end the month off a little differently. I hope everyone had a wonderful month of May. I know uh, for me, I did. There was a lot of twists and turns and emotions running a little higher than usual. And I had to kind of gather my thoughts more often than not, but that is okay. My May was just a little, you know, everywhere, but it brought me back to a wholeness and a peace So I am also grateful and thankful for all of my days that I get, whether they are up or down. And I hope the same goes for you. I hope when you have a down day, you can embrace it just as much as a day full of happiness. I mean, you have to realize that the good and the bad will always come, but it leaves you with this peace. Well, it should at least. And it should have you refocusing on how far you truly have come, how much growth you have already fulfilled in your life and how much more growth there is still to come. And just the beauty of it all. We will always have good and bad days. It is what it is. Just accept it and move forward. As long as you keep moving forward, nothing or no one can stop you from being great. So moving on to my first question, what is your favorite thing to do outdoors? Well, anything that has to do with nature absolutely draws and grabs and keeps my attention fully. Whether it's doing yard work or laying in the yard, sitting in the front, people watching, having my toes in the grass, hugging a tree, (laughs) taking a walk, however, anything that has to do with nature and truly warm weather also. So, you know, I know in the wintertime you have to go outside and shovel. Well, I do. You have to shovel snow and However, I'm not too fond of that. I would be okay if I didn't see another winter with snow. Honestly, I feel like I have done my time, but it is what it is. As long as I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, I will and I shall be seeing snow. But yes, warm weather, nature, absolutely love it. Oh my goodness, guys. I have a fly in my home and it is driving me cuckoo kachoo. So if you hear some buzzing (laughs) in this episode, just say hello to my little friend because I cannot get rid of this fly and I am sure you guys can relate to that just, oh man. One thing about flies though that I will tell you, I did take an insect class, um, a biology course, and I learned that flies their vision is called a flicker fusion. So that means that when they see you coming, when they see you swatting or however, it is viewed to them in slow motion. That's why it's almost impossible for you to swat a fly because they just see you coming and it's so slow that (laughs) they're just like, oh yeah, right, Uh, I see you. But they cannot see the color red, just so you know. So 
typically if you're trying to swat them with something red you should be okay and of course I don't really have a red swatter or something red that I can really get rid of this thing and I I don't like to kill them you know I kind of just like to steer them clear of my way and closer to the door and out the door you go but that's not always the case so buzz buzz in this episode may be heard (laughs) well that was a total sidebar anywho how do you stay so positive in a world full of negativity well i just try to focus on the positive i know that the world is full of a lot of negativity but i do not want to contribute to the negativity by being negative on top of it so i try to always see the bright side in things even if i have to dig really deep i try to just see the message you know meditate on it and make peace with it and just continue on making sure that my home understands that we need to live the best way possible and live with integrity and try to do the right thing always so that we do not contribute to the negativity of this world. There's no way of getting rid of it, you know, but we can make a difference by not giving our all to what's going on because it will suck you up. It will take you away from what truly matters and that's your internal being your peace your wholeness it will take you away from it as soon as you give your all to negativity or that's all you think about that's all you're looking at like I do not even watch the news I know if it's truly something that I feel may be necessary for me to know or however somebody else feels I need to know my mother my best friend or social media will definitely let me know so I do not go out of my way to turn the news on because I have realized anytime I have watched the news it has dampened the rest of my day because the news media in general has a purpose and its purpose is to distract you and it's to distract you from the good from the positivity and I know many people watch the news as a daily routine you know in the morning You get up, you brush your teeth, you turn the news on. I understand that. But I will say this, me not watching the news has helped me significantly. I do just want to say that just because you know everything that's going on or so-called everything that's going on in this world, more so the negativity that's going on, it doesn't help your life at all. If anything, it's planting seeds in your mind to distract you from you because ultimately you are the biggest project in your life. You are what you need to focus on. Not all of the nonsense and chaos that's going on around you. Now I'm not saying don't give credit to where it's due and don't discredit the negativity because there are some horrible things going on. Nope, not saying that at all. I am just saying to limit this intake in your life because it is affecting you even if you do not realize it you are having days that are draining exhausting unfulfilling unmotivating and you're not having an answer to that you don't know where it's coming from 
but you're watching the news every single day. You have to pay attention to these what seems to be minor things that you do on your daily routine because they are playing a major role in your life. All right, that got deep. (laughs) I love these questions. But question number three, how do you know when you have fallen in love? In my opinion, you just know. You feel it. It's deep in your soul, in your core. There's a feeling that's indescribable. But if you question it, it's not love. If you have to second guess it, it's not love. Love comes fluently to you and it flows through you to where you just know. All right, question number four. Do you have any further plans with helping your community? And also thank you again for my quarantine gift. You are very, very welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, Actually, yes, I do. I was talking to my boys a few months back about executing this idea and please take this idea and run with it. Do the same within your community. I want to get my boys and I together and hopefully expand into a large group to walk throughout our community and clean it up, pick up the trash. I take so many walks throughout my community and the trash is disturbing. And there are times that I have picked it up, but I realize there's so much that we need to execute a plan and have a trash bag with us and some clampers to pick things up or gloves or however, you know, do it in a in a sanitary manner so that we are protecting ourselves and our health. But we need to get these communities cleaned up. It's really, really disgusting to see how much trash is out there and it hurts so bad to know that the earth is hurting by us doing this there's pollution that people are adding with no care they have no care about it they just litter and it's so be it when you are really just damaging so much it's something so small that we can do that makes a large impact just like i was just saying with watching the news, something so minor that you feel you are doing is playing a major role in your life. And that goes for good things. Something so small that you feel you are doing is making a large impact. So clean up your community. It doesn't hurt. A lot of times you are bored and it gives you something to do. Go take a walk and clean around the areas that you're walking. Believe me, it will make you feel better. Oh, how I hope that somebody takes from that and executes it along with us because it really will make a difference and we need to start within our communities making a difference if we feel that we will even get close to changing the world into a better place. All right, question number five. How do you let go of anger? My kids were taken away from me because of a lie and I have been through so much and I have so much anger built up. Well, I will say this. We all, for the most part, have been through a lot and all of our stories are so different. But what makes you unique is how you deal with that. Anger, even if you don't view it as a choice, it is a choice. If you feel the need to harbor anger inside of you, just know that's on you. You can let it go. You can look anger in the face. Specifically, talk to yourself. Say, hey, anger, I know you are in there. I feel you. I need you to subside. I need to let go of you. Help me let go of you. 
and start taking your deep breaths. Focus on letting the anger go because in the end, it is only going to help you and holding on to it is only going to hurt you. If you want to live your best life, if you want to even get close to making your life go back to normal, you have to let go of these negative feelings. These negative emotions are holding you back and you are focusing on what you should not be focusing on. You have to see the bigger picture. You have to see the perspective of it being something that was supposed to go the way it went, regardless of how negative it is. Learn from it, grow from it, take from it what you need to so that you can progress. And again, just Make sure you understand it is a choice. Choose to not be angry. Choose to live a more positive life. Choose to let go of what you cannot control. Believe me, if I held on to all the anger that I had from everything that I have been through, I would not be who I am today. There is no way that I would have grown as much as I have if I did not let go of anger. And respect the fact that anger isn't something that is so horrible for you to feel. It's just when you let it live in you is where that negativity brings more negativity onto your life. So learn how to experience anger in a healthy way so that it works for you and not against you. And if you are a person of faith a person that believes in a higher power, you need to make sure that you practice what you preach, meaning that you need to forgive how you are forgiven. If somebody has hurt you, you need to forgive them. Even if you don't understand why, just know you are doing it for you. Forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person. It is to free your soul. So ultimately what you are holding on to is not forgiving them. It's not really the anger. The anger has ran its course. It's the forgiveness that you are having trouble with. So you need to work on that. Just know you can't be a hypocrite. You can't expect a higher power to forgive you when you have wronged, but you can't do that for your peers, for the people that have hurt you. You can't expect to be forgiven if you cannot forgive. All right, so I have two more questions. And the next one is, what is something about you that many people do not know? I will say this, when I read this, I was like, hmm, because I am pretty much an open book and I am that way for a reason. Me being me and not holding anything back truly has helped so many people. So as far as something that many people do not know about me, I will say that I am borderline obsessed with Steve Wilkos. (laughs) I call him my dad. I feel Steve Wilkos is my dad. So... (laughs) If you didn't know, now you know. Last question. This is the one that I reached out to my Facebook family to help me. And I will read the answers that I got from them. Some of them are a little lengthy, so I have cut it down a little. But the question is, getting pregnant and impregnating as a teen, should they get kicked out? Why or why not? And first, before I even read any of the answers from my Facebook family, I will say that I was a teenage mom. I had my first son when I was 17 years old. 
My mother did not kick me out of my house and I am extremely grateful for that. But I will say once I did turn 18, once my child was born, it did become really hard to be home with my mom and know that I have a child. I felt almost as if I was kind of pushed out of my home without her specifically saying that. And I am 100% okay with that because the day that I left my home with my child, I never went back. I made a pact to myself to be an adult and to make responsible decisions and to raise my child the best way possible so that I never have to reach out to my mother to go back home. And I truly hold no resentment, no nothing like that towards my mom for pushing me out. I, again, am very grateful for that. But back to the answers from Facebook. Sin says, no, I think the parents of these minors also need to hold themselves accountable. Tanya says, no, I don't think they should be kicked out because at that point, they will need more help than ever. I'm sure they have many of feelings and emotions running through their head already. As a parent, you are supposed to guide and protect your child or your children. Throwing them out would do more harm than good. You should let your child know what the consequences are of their actions and raising a baby at any age isn't easy, especially a teen. Angie says, no, as a parent of two girls, I feel like it should have been partially my responsibility to make sure to put them on birth control when knowing they had a boyfriend serious enough for them to start even having sex. Jessica says, no, I don't think so. I became a mother at 15 and my mother loved and adored my son from the moment she found out that it was a boy. But I think as a teen mother, she's going to need help as far as going back to school, finding a job, etc. Jan says, well, my question is, number one, why is a child having unprotected sex? Number two, the child was adult enough to lay in bed and get pregnant. He or she should be treated as such, which is an adult. In the court system, once a child is pregnant, she becomes emancipated from their parents because they are treated as adults. I personally would not tolerate it because my children know better than that. And if they slip, there's consequences for their actions, that they have accountability for their actions and behaviors. Joanne says, no, even before it gets to that point, birth control should be discussed. There are parents who don't even have the discussion of birth control. It's easy to manipulate a teenager into having sex, given age difference, experience, etc. If you kick your child out, the cycle continues. Angelique says, I've had friends get pregnant as teens and make it through with the support of their parents. I personally was put on birth control as soon as my mother noticed me getting serious about a boy. She had many talks with me. Elizabeth says, no, how could you kick out your unborn grandchild or child? That's not going to help anyone. How about trying to help the parents become responsible and safe by helping them become independent? Martha said, I was blessed because my children became parents at the age of 29 and 33. I began telling my babies at a very young age that they should enjoy being young, not having children until later on in life. And I had uh, a fella respond to me inside of my inbox and I'll keep him anonymous since he did reach out in my inbox and not in the comments. But he said, I believe that if a young lady is pregnant, she should not be kicked out. But making a decision as a woman and walking into parenthood, the parents of the mother should give her a game plan on becoming an adult. So for example, after the baby is born, a two-year plan on schooling, work, paying bills, etc. 
prepare her for adulthood and when something does not go right her parents are there to guide her and not baby her though because all that is going to do is make it harder when she faces the real world and I honestly agree with all of these I think they were great answers and I couldn't have put one together more better I will say that as a young growing adolescent I was not talked to about birth control um, my mother sent my sister to talk to me and for whatever reason I felt the need to rebel against that I felt that if my mother wasn't the one talking to me about it then I didn't want to hear what anyone else had to say about it this is how it went with me and I do think if my mother would have sat me down and told me about consequences with my actions and really opened up to me about you know having the birds and the bees talk and protecting myself and what can happen if I don't and kind of pretty much just putting the scare of life on me maybe that would have helped I don't know I just don't have that experience to base it off of I just know that my adolescence went the way that it went and I am blessed with a phenomenal child and having a child at such a young age made me grow up really fast but it helped me so much because I look back and the path that I already was on was so negative and wasn't really filled with any life that if I didn't have my child I don't even think I would be alive yes it's that deep for me I was headed down a very very dark road so Thank you guys so much for helping me answer that question and I hope the person that asks the question is listening and gets a better perspective or makes the best decision if you are you know, dealing with this type of decision. Prayers and positivity sent your way always. And with that, I am going to close this episode. My boys and I will be traveling out to South Carolina in less than 48 hours. So I will say that next week, I believe that I'm going to be taking the break from podcasting. I want to truly, truly enjoy this vacation with my children as much as possible. So I don't want to stop it and record. For whatever reason, this is what has been put inside of my soul. This is how I feel already. So if it goes that route, just know next week I won't be having any episodes and I will come back strong and meditate on my topics and just gain as much knowledge as possible on this vacation so that I can implement it into my upcoming episodes. If you have anything for me that you want to discuss or however you can follow me on my social media platforms and reach out to me there or you can email me at life is everywhere podcast the number one at gmail.com and like I always say change your perspective change your attitude change your mind and you change your life I believe in you so believe in you too Until next time, I'm out.